Hello, everybody, and welcome to the latest issue of Comic Book Gentlemen, the podcast where we use our decades of being giant nerds to discuss the most divisive issues in the nerddom. I'm your host, Greg, joined by my constant co-host, Dave. Greg, how are you? Good. How are you, sir? It's been a while. It's been a while, There's yeah. There's a lot of stuff to talk about. A lot of stuff to talk about. So sorry, everybody, that we missed last month's podcast. However, that means we're going into our Super Spring 2022 recap. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I love that we didn't even have to sp- like spend any money on that sound effect. No, you just had it ready to. go. I'm ready to go. You know, yeah. I'm super hyped. We got love lots it. to talk about. Love it. We're talking the Batman, which came out March fourth, freaking two over two months over ago. Two months ago, <laughs> which is crazy because it's already on HBO Max. Like yeah. usually, this like I think Far or No Way Home was like six months before it yeah. finally came. So out. So anybody that wanted to go see it should just be finishing watching it now. Again. <laughs> Yeah, for the second or third time. <laughs> so we're going to talk The Batman. We're going to talk Moon Knight, which came on mm-hmm. Disney+. Plus. We're going to talk about... Dave actually went to a fan expo mm-hmm. slash Comic-Con yeah. in Calgary. So we're going to yeah. get his his on-the-street reporting of what happened, what was awesome, and all that stuff. And then yeah. finally, we're going to finish it off uh, with Doctor Strange, which just came out uh, last week, I think, is, yeah. is from, or two weeks ago at this point. Man, time flies when you're having fun, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, if only we were having fun. Just kidding. Yeah. Just kidding. Uh, so yeah, let's start at the top with Batman. Do you remember this movie from two months ago? <laughs> yes. Okay, because good. It, it can't help but be ingrained in your memory sitting through a movie that long. Dude, three hours. <laughs> when I heard it was three hours long, I was like, I'm going to die. <laughs> like, I'm going to beat myself. I like, was surprised I got my wife to join me. Yeah, jeez. At a three-hour movie. My wife, a superhero movie to boot. Yeah, my wife was like, no way in hell. Call me when it's on <laughs> HBO, we'll, we'll watch, which we did end up watching it again. She yeah. had a good time. But we could pause it. So she's like, this is, this is fine. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, what was... I guess we'll back up a little bit. What was your kind of build-up? What's your like, you know, what's your kind of expectation for this movie and like build up to it uh, leading into it um i was expecting like as far as dc movies a rebound because for whatever reason they managed to rebound with batman movies so i was expecting a good movie uh based on a lot of the um you know, like interviews that seemed with the directors and the writers and the and the and the cast uh it sounded like they were really trying to get to the root of, of batman as a like a detective um, it was going to take place a little bit more in his kind of younger years. Um, you know, when you got the Riddler, you're going to have lots of, you know, riddles, <laughs> well, riddles and, and, uh, you know, uh, mystery and, and whatever, uh, you know, else they managed to chuck in there. So I was, I was excited to see it, but not like, like chomping at the bit because again, it was like just another Batman movie, and I was fearing going in, going like, "Oh, yeah, I'm gonna sit through like his parents died, and, you know, the whole the whole thing again." Yeah. But so, but I was still excited, just not over the moon. Like, hey, I'm just like I'm chomping at the bit to go mm-hmm. see. I I was pretty excited. Uh, I think the way they described it, like you were saying, like the, the mm-hmm. cast who was involved and whatnot, the way they were hyping it up sounded like straight up my alley. Like a lot of my favorite Batman stories, a lot more of the grittier ones, mm-hmm. and especially the trailers, they looked super gritty. It was hard not to compare it to Christopher Nolan because it had a, had a, it looked like it was going to have a lot of that realism factor of it, like yeah. compared to like, you know, the Tim Burton and mm-hmm. the crazy, the crazy nineties <laughs> ones that yeah. were just off the, the wall. Yeah. The off the wall insane. Yeah. So it definitely looked like it was still leaning towards that more realistic side. So I was like, okay, how's this going to compare to like, you know, the Nolan trilogy and, and go forward. But yeah, I was, I was pleasant, pleasantly surprised. I actually mm-hmm. said, saw it with 
uh, my brother and then a couple friends of ours. Yeah. Um, it, it was interesting though coming out of the movie because like at first, you know, watching the movie, I thought the the production on the movie was amazing. Like yeah. the sound design, I've never sat in a movie and go like, wow, the sound design was amazing. But for this one, I was like, when the engine revs up on oh, the yeah. Batmobile, you can feel the whole theater shake. Like everything about that, like the, the tone of it, I just came out of the theater. I was like, yeah, that was great. So good. I loved it. And then my brother and I actually spent like an hour in his driveway talking about everything that was terrible about it. <laughs> so it, it was... That's what it, we gravitate Yeah, to. it was interesting though because like he does not like it at, at oh, really? as much as you and I do, I think. because it, It's very interesting because he just started put, pointing out all the things where it's like, you know, it's Batman. You expect him to be able to do this. You expect, you know, you expect the Batman who whispers one word and then the, you know, the bad guy goes running. And But this is a very different Batman in the sense of like, like you said, really early in his career, way more emo, like with Robert yeah. Pattinson. He's yeah. a way more emo version of him uh, and whatnot. And then you had the Riddler was interesting because, like, yeah. I think Riddler's tough in... Because, I mean, the, the main Riddler you have from the big screen is, you know, Jim Carrey's Jim Riddler. Carrey. So, you know, Ooh. you're going off that, uh, which is, is completely opposite of that. And I think it was... it was um, Especially compare... It's really easy to compare him to the Joker from Dark Knight and whatnot. How just psycho and, and yeah. in his head and cerebral it was. But there was no, like, that hardcore riddles, it felt like. No. And it had to be a serial killer, you know, as opposed to, like, just a bank robber or something like yeah. that. It's like, oh, we have to go dark and murdery and, yeah. and whatnot. So it, it was very interesting, that that route. So it, so come after that, I was, like, a little bit down on it. I was like, oh, maybe it wasn't that good. Maybe I'm wrong. But then I started thinking about it more, and then it came out on HBO Max, like, a, or whatever it's called, like, a mm. month later, which is yeah. crazy. And I watched it again. And I think the thing for me is that there's so many different versions of the Batman. There's the the Batman you get in like the year one Batman where he's just learning how what he's doing and all that stuff. But then you have like the campy '60s Batman who's all goofy. <laughs> but then you have like uh, the Justice League animated series Batman who is able to stand toe to toe with Superman, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern as this like serious threat. And I think when you realize what Matt Reeves was doing in the sense of like young Batman, super edgy, F you dad to Alfred type of thing, it yeah. makes a lot more sense for this story. Yeah. And I think if, if you're looking at it from that mindset, the movie's a lot better. Whereas if you're like my brother, who's like, I expect Batman to be able to jump off a building and not get slammed by a semi-truck 50 times, you know, type of thing. It, it was a disappointment because it was like, oh, that's not my Batman type of thing. But yeah. uh, So I rambled a lot on that. No, what was, no, your, what no. was your thoughts? I mean, my thoughts, I, I, I really quite enjoyed it i was i was happy with uh Pattinson's batman yeah um i like the fact that he could still have that uh the one thing that stuck out to me was like he had a good batman voice with a the christian bale thing or the ben affleck yeah, or yeah. the ben affleck like yeah. he, he just he just did a it was just low and intentful and it, like it was like intense but but very calm mm-hmm. he just did a good job and and you didn't see a lot of bruce wayne so you didn't have to you know, hash out like was he a good Bruce Wayne or not really? Because <laughs> there was, was no Bruce Wayne. Yeah, I was basically Batman the whole time. I thought the cast was great. Um, to your point, uh, a lot of the cin- cinematography yeah. uh, was fantastic. I liked the the uh, you know the grittiness, but it didn't feel like it felt it felt gritty, but it felt uh, I guess less gritty but more dark. Yeah, I guess is the way I want to describe it. Um, 
I, to your point, like, yeah, I was expecting more of a, like, a mystery kind of thing, and it became less of a mystery and more of, like, a, we gotta, we gotta figure out who he's gonna kill next kind of thing. Yeah. Um, or wait which, till he kills somebody. Yeah, then go. <laughs> which, which, which was okay. It still worked for the, for, for what they were doing. Um, but, you know, when it came, when I got out of the theater, it was like, holy cow, that was a long movie. But as I reflected back on it, it was like, if it was any shorter, I don't know if it would have been good. Yeah. You know, like, it was just like, it was long, but it was, it Necessary. was, it made sense. I think I think there's a couple things you could have trimmed down because I have watched it twice now. Sure. Like there's there's the scene where he's watching Catwoman change for the first time, and mm. that goes on for a while. Yeah. And it's like okay, we're getting a little creepy here. Admittedly, like I understand what they were trying to do was like show how close he was to the Riddler because you had the scene with the Riddler where he yeah. also watched that guy for too long and really creepily, yeah. and it kind of was supposed to be like a ooh is Batman you know a little, a little no, too are close. They the to, same? Are they the same type of thing? Yeah. But I mean, I feel like you could have trimmed that down a, a couple minutes there. But yeah, it's it, but the small. But again, but as a whole, I think it, it ended up working out type of thing. Yeah, I think my biggest and yeah, I I think like we were talking about with the greediness, I think it's a really good mix of Nolan realism mixed with Tim Burton dark because like, Tim Burton is way more like goth yeah. and then it's like a good mix of that where it's like not trying to be 100% realistic like like Dolan mm-hmm. but and still have that kind of like flair of like uh, you know Penguin hey take it easy mm-hmm. you know and cheesiness there and like you know you had him again bounce off a semi truck and keep moving you know type of thing so yeah. I, thought it, I thought it was a pretty good Which, mix of that I, by the way it has to be one of the greatest makeup jobs ever done on a human being oh Colin uh, Farrell Colin Farrell like, dude he's am- a different person amazing it's Amazing. insane. Like yeah. if you didn't, if you didn't tell me that was Colin Farrell, I never would have guessed in a million years. Yeah. Like it's, it's crazy. I think my my biggest downside to the movie is Jim Gordon. Uh, so one of my favorite renditions of Jim Gordon in the comic books is Year One because Year One is a very um, like obviously it's a Batman story, but Jim Gordon is a huge character in that, and it really goes to show that without Jim Gordon, there's no way Batman would have been able to be as successful as he is because he needs Jim to be in the room to uh, tell the police officers like give him a chance like we do, and obviously that happens in the Batman. My problem yeah. with it is like he's so inept. Like, I don't, I can't think of a scene in that movie other than when he helps him escape prison where Jim Gordon actually did something to help Batman solve the case. Mm-hmm. Like, he literally just goes to Bat, everything that happens, he turns to Batman and go like, what do you think? Like, literally everything. He doesn't say anything that helps this entire case. Like, even the whole El Rada, uh, Elada or whatever it mm-hmm. was, he... It's literally the penguin that solves it because Jim and him cannot figure it out. And it was just such a... It was, it was a little bit goofy. And I love the guy who they got to play Jim. I can't yes. remember his name, yeah. but he's a great actor. Yeah. But it was just... The way they wrote the character to me was just so... Just such a weird, like, yes man to Batman all the time. Yeah. And the fact that, like, all the corrupt police officers just kept letting him get away with it. Yeah. Of, like, yeah, let Batman in here. Let Batman... And they kept going, like, oh, we're old friends, Jim. You know, I'll let this slide this one time. But in year one, it's the cops... The cops actually try to kill Jim because he's trying to convert, you know, yeah. the police back to the good side type of thing. So, it's just, again, it's just one of those things where it's, like, they completely change Jim Gordon to, like, this weird nothing character. I don't know if yeah. you noticed that, but... I Yeah, I didn't notice that so much with... with- Jim Gordon, um, and again, it's I, I think I like I like the actor, and I again he just wasn't in it enough yeah. for me to really make a make an impact. Almost to the same level as Alfred, like yeah. I felt like that felt a little like the they 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 maybe could have used some of that you know like I'm you know spying on you through the window time to to build more <laughs> of a like a that contentious relationship that he had with with 
uh, Alfred yeah. to to really kind of pound home the ending of the of the movie, but um, outside of that, like the, the the one that I was kind of or got pointed out to me actually was was the uh, uh, was Catwoman. Um, <laughs> one of the people we were we went to see the movie with, uh, or had seen it after us. They were like, you know, yeah, it was good. We liked it. We liked it. And uh, and she said, uh, except one thing. I have one thing to complain about. Why does Catwoman have such long fingernails? <laughs> and then I was like, what, really? And then I went back and kind of looked through some clips on YouTube and stuff. And I was like, oh, yeah, that kind of looks ridiculous. Like, <laughs> like for somebody that's going to go and, you know, possibly punch somebody in the face, yeah. you're wearing, you know, like... Inch and a half long uh, finger. Well, those are her claws, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, weapon. Yeah, it just, yeah, just, yeah. It just, I was like, oh, yeah, that's kind of one of those. But I mean, it's, it, it, I, I actually didn't mind the actress that, that, uh, that played her. I, I thought that was good. It was just, it, I was pleasantly surprised coming yeah. out of that movie there. I was like, I would watch that again, and I hope they do another one. I do, I do highly recommend watching it again because I did like yeah. I, I was kind of telling you a little bit earlier is like I did notice a lot of more subtle things about the story that mm-hmm. you kind of notice more on the second watch. Like one of the big themes of the movie, and it's interesting because it's a big theme theme with Batman is part of the reason he becomes Batman. And they talk about this in Nolan, and they talk about this in Year One, and, and a lot of other Batman movies is because he's supposed to be the symbol of fear. Like, he, he yeah. was afraid of bats or, or whatever, yeah. or whatever the origin is, and then he uses that to then scare the other uh, uh, criminals. Yeah. And he even does that in the beginning of the movie. He talks about, like, oh, it doesn't matter where I am, because people assume I'm coming for them. And I could but, be there. But then yeah. um, one of the things they do throughout the movie is he learns that you can't just be the symbol of fear anymore. Because what fear does is it, you know, it leads to anger, which leads to hate, which leads to suffering, type of thing, the whole Yoda aspect. Because even the the, the guy he saves at the beginning on the train mm. thought he was going to then mug him. Yeah. You know, type of thing. And it's one of those <laughs> yeah. things where it's like, you know, you're supposed to be a hero. Like, who, who, like the criminals fear you. Yeah. But so does everybody so else. So does everybody else, you know, type of thing. And, it's like, and, that's, yeah. and, and at first he's like, I don't care. And that's yeah. what Alpha's trying to tell him. It's like, you know, you got to care a little bit. And it's like, no, I just want vengeance, you know. I mean, yeah. being consumed by that. And then even... Well, he was vengeance. Yeah, he, I'm vengeance. <laughs> or he's Batman. No, no, I'm vengeance. You know, he kept flip-flopping on the name type of thing. But then as you go throughout the movie, even the Riddler mm-hmm. was like, dude, I love you. You're great. We want the exact same thing, right? Because yeah. he built this symbol of fear that then inspired, instead of inspiring hope and inspiring yeah. whatever, that Superman's supposed to do he then inspired more people to be like him trying to get in vengeance but Riddler did it in a psychotic way yeah. and then he then inspired even more you know January 6th gonna storm the White House Capitol people <laughs> to go shoot go shoot the mayor type yeah. of thing and blow up the thing yeah. and it's, it's it's interesting to see and then again that's the end scene where he's getting everybody out of the water everybody was afraid of him even though he's trying to freaking save all their yeah. lives they're still terrified of him until the kid comes and is like okay you're cool and I think it's, it's a very interesting subtle storytelling they do throughout the movie yeah and i i appreciated the realism on the side of like what a beating he took in Dude. in 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 a lot of the fights and stuff or some of the stunts that he was doing like he wasn't just like the perfect acrobat no. you know or or you know the perfect whatever he was doing at that time it, it like there were there were just slip-ups and it made him it made him feel more human and more real and and i thought when he jumped off the uh, the top of the building there, and he and, and it was just like basically a squirrel suit, and I yeah. was like, I was like, this is probably the most realistic I've seen with like Batman gadgets, yeah, because they're just like it's it's real shit. But then it immediately turns into the unrealistic of him bouncing off a semi truck and then immediately oh. walking away, yeah, which makes no sense. No, no, no <laughs> like there's no, no way you'd be really walking. Tough. 
he's really tough. You know, yeah. he's got a lot of body armor, which yeah. makes which makes no sense. But that dude, that was the funniest scene in the whole movie. Oh, yeah. Because again, you're pitching this perfect Batman. Like Nolan would or uh, Bale would never do that. No. Bale would have perfectly glided through yeah. everything and gotten there. But literally, pats bounces <laughs> so many times. It's so it funny, good. and it really reiterates the thing. But yeah, I think like you said too, like this was such a refreshing uh, uh, move for DC because yeah. I mean they had the Nolan trilogy, it was so good. Then they just you know <laughs> the craziest roller coaster fall yeah. into oblivion with Affleck and Snyder and you know, and, all that and, stuff, I, and you know? I have hopes for their you know for um, uh, Black Adam. Yep. Um, I really honestly, as much as they hype it, I could care less about the Flash movie. I, I just, I just don't. I mean, yeah. as far as I'm concerned, the Flash is the the, the guy that plays him in the TV series. I I, I like that guy yeah. so much. Um, but the, the the Flash, I'm not really interested in Aquaman too. I'm not really interested in <laughs> like you know. And I hope that they 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 find their their groove. Yeah. Uh, because they're they're just this this slump that they've been in has just been brutal. But yeah. But the Batman was a good was a good uptick. Yeah. So apparently their plan uh, going forward is they're gonna have Penguin's gonna have his own show, and Gordon's gonna have his own show, and they're gonna like uh, kind of explore that more, and then eventually they're gonna go into the Batman too with whatever storyline they're gonna go. So kind of what what are you kind of hoping for going forward? Like, and the other question is is like. Are they going to try to make the Reeves universe, I say that in air quotes, uh, uh, the overall universe like they were doing with Snyder? Or do you think they're going to start doing all these pocket things? Yeah, I, I think... Uh, I hope they make it the, the... the I guess the main... Like if they're going to use Batman going forward in any other movies, I hope they, they kind of churn forward with this. I don't know how it works because like you've got like Aquaman's already been with the Ben Affleck one. Like yeah. Like I it's gonna be very jumbled moving forward. Yeah. Uh from that perspective. Like maybe they'll bring I guess for that kind of thing they'll bring Ben Affleck back to just, you know, because <laughs> I don't think they can give him is. enough money. I, <laughs> yeah, I just I don't know. But um like I hope I hope it sticks. I you know, I'd like to see at least a trilogy out of this out of this crew because mm-hmm. the first one was good. Let's give him the second one. Out of the second one, I don't want to see the Joker ever no, again. I'm good. Um, I'm okay with the little, you know, semi cameos of him in jail and yeah. just kind of, you know, whatever whoever that actor is will never get recognized for, you know, playing. <laughs> um, but but I, I don't want to see him because I just think anything they do is going to immediately get compared to the Dark Knight. Yeah. Um, and that is, it's a, in my opinion, tall order to to to, to stand up to. Yeah. Um, and it's just, yeah, you're just running a risk, like especially with with a a, a plethora of oh, you know yeah. rogues that you could pick from. Like, pick some other guys that just really haven't been utilized. Like somebody pointed out the other day, I think it was another podcast I was listening to. They haven't done Freeze or Ivy since the terrible Batman yeah. and Robin movie. Yeah. Those are two amazing yeah. characters. You could they do haven't Hush. touched. Yeah, you could do like there's there's other ones that they could bring in to hundred uh, percent to to just. Do the same thing, and then you know what? You've got a, a fresh take on a fresh villain, yeah. And you're not worried about that comparison. Yeah, that's oh, the only thing I, I'm hoping for. I would love to see Reeves do anybody other than Joker, because I yeah. mean, like I said, I wasn't a big fan of what they did with the Riddler because it felt too 
like I see what they were trying to do. It just felt too generic in my opinion of like they could that could have been any villain. It, yeah. it like it didn't make sense that it was the Riddler. Mm-hmm. Uh but I feel like, you know, him doing freeze mm-hmm. or like him doing like, you know, Bane like I mean Bane they did recently, but like him doing Court of Owls. Apparently him and Pattinson yeah. both love Court of Owls. Yeah, so them would be so cool. But you can even incorporate like Court of Owls in with, you know, Something so many else. other yeah. characters, you know, it's just such an easy thing. I think, you know, they've teased the Joker thing. I definitely don't want it for the second movie. I think I think what maybe what they'll start doing is, you know, in the second movie they'll choose a couple more villains, start integrating that, see what happens, and then Joker will kind of like amass his own like evil, you know, group cabal and then yeah. they all go after Batman in the third movie. I think it might be interesting because then you kind of see like and maybe at that point Batman has like Robin or Batgirl or something like that so they kind of have like a uh, a bigger battle type of thing like i think that'd be very interesting like, if you're gonna go joker at least make it different than what they did with try to be different than yeah. than uh than uh what they did in dark knight type of thing yeah. and i think by making a group dynamic and they had they kind of hinted at that with him and riddler right so yeah. i think that'd be interesting i think yeah i think at this point dc there's no way they can become marvel i mean they've tried it it's gonna fail well it's, it, okay go ahead i'll i'll I'll, 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 I'll counter that later on in okay. this podcast. Okay, fair enough. But like what I was going to say was like I don't think you can do the interwoven, there's a grand plan thing like they were trying to do with Snyder anymore. I think no. it's like just let everybody do their own thing. Yeah. Don't worry about trying to get everything to be connected. The fans aren't that stupid. They'll be fine. You know, type of thing. Enough people know what comic books are nowadays to kind of just, you know, yeah. they'll, be, they'll live, you know, yeah. type of thing. So if Aquaman's way on the corner doing his own thing, Batman's doing his own thing. Wonder Woman's doing her own thing. Hey, we're good. You know, type of thing. So I think I think that'd be really cool. Uh, any last thoughts on on the Batman? No, like I said, it was. Uh, this, I would recommend. Like I re- I've already recommended it to a bunch of friends that yeah. hadn't hadn't seen it. Um, the ones that did go see it, it came back out saying, yeah. "Hey, actually, I really like that." I was I was very skeptical going in. My wife actually said she summed it up by saying, "I I went in purposely." trying to hate the movie oh. <laughs> because she just because she liked the the christian bale yeah you know the, the dark knight series um and then she came out and she's like but i just found myself like you know yeah. part way through just going like oh this is actually a really good movie yeah and like i said so. like even even with my brother's like pointing out all the yeah. issues and whatnot i still enjoyed it because i feel like even with its flaws it's such a good produced movie that it's just all around a good time type of thing so yeah, yeah definitely go check it out it's a good time uh, moving on to our next uh, Super Spring 2022 recap. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next thing that came up end of March was Moon Knight. Moon Knight. Uh, so again, what was kind of your thought process leading into Moon Knight? What were you expecting? Uh, I was expecting in? nothing because I didn't know <laughs> what they were going to do. Like, yeah. Obviously, you, see, you saw stuff in the trailers and stuff, but I, I didn't know. Like Just with some of the character changes that they've made in the Marvel Universe, Like I just really didn't know what to expect as far as like what you were going to see. Yeah. Um, because in all honesty, Moon Knight's been everything from the, uh, you know, Marvel Batman to, you know, something completely different. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and I just wasn't, I really had no expectations in the sense of like, oh, I hope it goes here or I hope it goes there. Yeah. I just, I had no idea. Yeah. Which is good. I think yeah. I think we're now at the point with Marvel where I, I was just watching a video on uh, it was Honest Trailers Moon Knight and they yeah. literally made the joke of like we've gone through all the A list characters, we've gone through all the B list characters, we've gone through all the you know everybody. Mm-hmm. Now it's Moon Knight, yeah. <laughs> and like Moon Knight's a pretty popular character nowadays. No, like I, yeah. I feel like a lot of people do recognize him as a good character, but like he's not he's not Iron Man, he's no. not Hulk, he's not Spider Man type of thing. So yeah. 
it's pretty funny uh, uh, that we're now at the point with Marvel that it's it's just all these randos that you would yeah. never see in a, think in a million no. years you you would see on big screen or small screen. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, me me going in with it, I was just praying for Oscar Isaac's sake that this was good. Because, like, yeah. you had X-Men Apocalypse, yeah. which was a shit show. Yeah. You had him in the Star Wars sequels, which the first one was good, but then the other two were so bad. Yeah. And you just look in this guy, like, how did you, po- how did they convince you to sign on for this mm. movie after all the shit you've been through? So I was just hoping so well to be good. But, yeah, I, I actually liked it quite a bit. Uh, I think uh, the, uh, I, it's the same thing that I have an issue with with a lot of the Disney Plus shows where it starts off really strong because it has all the possibilities of like, mm-hmm. oh, what could it be? Where is it going? Yeah. You know, you have this week-to-week thing. But then as it goes along, it kind of starts trailing off a little bit. But like, in general, I thought Oscar Isaac was amazing. He was amazing. Amazing. I thought the design, like, Conchu was really yeah. great. I thought Ethan Hawke was really cool. Yeah. At least in the beginning, he got, got a little bit, you know, they didn't focus on Like, he's not in the last, like, three episodes, you know, type of thing. Really? But, yeah. but like it, it had a really cool, you know, like like design yeah. on everything, and like the whole, you know, him blacking out and going like, "What the hell happened?" You know, it was a good yeah. gimmick at first, and yeah. it was it was a good way to uh, to get you into the show. So, kind of, what were your thoughts as we kind of go into the show? Yeah, I, like when we went in, I thought the first episode was just absolutely amazing. Yeah, especially watching it with some people that had like really didn't know Moon Knight. Yeah. Uh, and they were just like, oh my God, like that was so much fun, you know, with the blacking out and then the waking up yeah. and like, like all that kind of, you know, drama that was going on. Um, I, I really enjoyed the, you know, back and forth between, you know, really Conchu and anybody. Um, <laughs> yeah. you know, the, the, the whole setup for it was really, really quite cool. Um, Ethan Hawk was an amazing cult leader. Yeah. Uh, like <laughs> say that again. Yeah. Um, like it was just, it, I, I really, really enjoyed it. I, the, I would say again, like I'm finding most things I was I, uh, like most of these series, I, I wasn't overly thrilled with the, like the ending. Yeah. Per se, except for the like the after credits ending, yeah, uh, which was which is what like, everybody wanted, which, yeah, which really picked it up. But yeah, it was just it was just there were there were elements in there. There was like a little bit of everything. There was some like really cool fighting. There was a little bit of mystery, like what the mm-hmm. hell is going on and who are these personalities and who uh, what's what's what. Um, you know, it had some definite humor with the when they were dead <laughs> and yeah. you know on the on the ship. Um, but it just like again, I just felt like it. It just didn't quite hit the apex for an ending that I was expecting, but it was still, uh, still very entertaining. Very, very much enjoyed the entire series. Yeah. Like it had, it had action, it had comedy, it had heart. It's kind of like everything you want. I think the biggest downside to it is just the ending. And we're just kind of, because I think in my opinion, this is the biggest downside to the weekly format is it just lets people go wild with what could be. And everybody's what could be is always going to be better than what actually happens. Most, I guess, nine times out of ten, there's always a chance that they do something better. But the, like nine times out of ten, the the possibilities are always more than the actual what they give you because they always want to hedge their bets or they never go full for it or they want to make sure they have room for season two, you know, type mm-hmm. of thing. And it just, I think, like, I can see why Disney will never change because having the weekly thing gives them so much press. And publicity of people, everybody on Twitter giving their theories and talking like every, every every week. week, you know, every single day going talking about it. And I get I get why they won't, but I wish it would just drop so you could go take it as a whole. You don't have this crazy like, oh, but what if they do this at the last episode? Because like 
that last episode is not as bad as Hawkeye. No. But, like, I can't believe they did the blackout thing again for the final battle. Like, they do this huge yeah. build-up of, like, you know, Conchus versus Amit in the, yeah. sk- in the sky, the, punching each other, yeah. which was rad as hell. But then you had, like, you know, uh, um, Ethan Hawke's powered up. You have him fully com- embracing the Moon Knight and Mr. Knight personas. You have Layla becoming a superhero as well. Yeah. Then you just black out yeah. for the final battle? That made me so mad. I was... I, I mean, it was... It could be... It definitely viewed... I could see where you're saying, like, okay, it's the final battle. Let's see some, you know, some Moon Knight yeah. fighting and taking some stuff out. But knowing, like, when they came back and they were, like, looking around and then they're like, you know, what did you do? I didn't do this. Yeah. Are you sure you didn't do it? Like, it, it was... Again, knowing the, the character and knowing that Jake Lockley yeah. was there somewhere, 100%. it was just like... I know who did it. I know, but but not being able to see it, I know what you. I know I know what you mean in the because like, point cause like again, they yeah. already had done that when they yeah. were getting when they're doing the scene in in Cairo. I think it's Cairo mm-hmm. or at least mm-hmm. in, somewhere in Egypt where they're on the rooftop. Yeah, they do the rooftop, and yeah. then he goes like, "Oh, I don't want to fight you guys," and lets mm-hmm. him go. But then he goes like, "Oh no, I do want to fight you guys." And like, what the hell? And then he murders them. They do the yeah. Jake Lockley scene there, so I was expecting Jake Lockley at least like an episode or two before the end type of thing. Yeah. So to me, the fact that they didn't. They saved it till after the show ended, and then, like you said, did the end credit thing with Jake Lockley. To me, yeah. was a big letdown. I, I, I liked it. I, I, I mean, admittedly, it's interesting. Uh, 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 somebody pointed this out, where apparently, because they, they haven't officially announced season two yet. No. But apparently, uh, excuse me, sorry, that was really terrible for a podcast. Yeah. Um, apparently, for it's either Oscars or Emmys or something like that. Yeah. There's a special category where if you call yourself a limited series, you have a more likely chance to win awards. Because oh, wow. the the Academy is like, oh, it's a limited series, we're never going to see this again, so we should give them awards now. Whereas if you're a show, they're like, ah, you'll be here for a couple seasons, maybe in a couple of years we'll give you an award. Yeah. Uh, and apparently that's kind of what they're gunning. Uh, the rumor is that's what they're gunning for is like, oh, if we keep saying it's a limited series, then Oscar Isaac will get his his thing and it's just like that's such bs just yeah. admit, say there's a season two we all know there's a season two yeah and commit to it you know i mean awards aside i mean he did both him and ethan hawk were yep. amazing oh yeah you know i would say definitely um he, he was oscar isaac was was better just because you saw more of them. <laughs> yeah, and him doing but, three different and characters. He's doing three different characters and, you know, slipping back and forth between, you know, each one, sometimes in the same scene, um, was was amazing. Um, like, I, I, I think that's that, that was one of the things that really, like, any of the, uh, you know, shortcomings as far as the plot or whatever, you know, maybe overlooked is because... Of the acting. Yeah, like, 100%. He just did such an amazing job. Yeah, and not just... like Yeah, and like you said, Ethan Hawke was great. I think the yeah. girl who played Layla yes, was great. Yeah, she was amazing uh, too. I really liked her. Yeah, and like all the scenes with like his parents and whatnot was yeah. really good. And I think it's just... Yeah. I just think... I don't know. I don't... I think the only Disney Plus show where I was... Even even WandaVision, there was issues with the ending. Like, they're yeah. just so bad at ending. And you were even yes. making this joke where it seems everybody's bad at endings yeah. nowadays. Yeah, the, just... the Captain America, or the uh, Winter Soldier Falcon one, one of the worst endings oh, so out bad. of all of them. Yeah. Um, Hawkeye, I despise. Like, that was the worst was ending a, of all yeah, time. It was just, it, it's, I, they just don't know how to wrap up. Yeah. 
It's, it's so weird, but... Uh, yeah. And you think, like... I mean, I can understand it when it's in an hour-long movie, and then you get to the end of the movie, and it's like, oh, that kind of wrapped up in a way that I didn't really like. You're in a limited series that's literally six hours long. Yeah, you have How so much How can you time. not wrap it up properly? Yeah, exactly, right? Like, and like you said, the end credit scene... Although the one thing I don't understand about the end credit scene, and maybe you can justify it for yeah. me, was the point of them putting a mitt into Ethan Hawke's body was to take him out of the equation. Because the way they kind of made it look at the end was that he was, you know, brain dead and comatose and whatnot. But then when Jake Lockley goes to go grab him, he was completely like, hey, what's up, guys? It's me, your boy, Ethan Hawke. Which I don't know what his character's name is, but, you know. (laughs) Anyways, uh, he was sane. So it's like, but the point of it was to to subdue it, but then he's like, he's still fine. So it's like, what? (laughs) But then he kills him, so it's like, whatever. Yeah, I mean, again, I guess we'll have to wait till season two. Yeah. Which is... Probably coming. Probably coming. Um, but it, it also, like, I, I got the impression, like, when he was going to kill uh, uh, Ethan Hawke at the end of the movie, yeah. and then he held off, like, there was, like, a point to not killing him. Um, you know, I mean, I, I guess other than just proving that he's, you know, not a murderer. Yeah. Um, but Jake Lockley, I guess, like, the way they're going to portray Jake Lockley is Jake Lockley, yeah, definitely a murderer. <laughs> he's down. Um, yeah, he's down for it. But... Uh, I, I just again it was just a series that like I just I enjoyed because it had really good acting yep. it had you know all the it had the usual Marvel formula uh, yep. that uh, that is that's that's always there mm-hmm. you know it's the same same crap same di- crap. different color um, <laughs> but but it was uh, like the I think it was what did it for me was just the acting and the, and then and then just the difference in the characters yep. and the and the way that they cool. worked that whole thing through this the the whole episode where they're talking about the reason why he has a split personality yeah. like his relationship with the mom man that was amazing like yeah it was and, great and like him learning like and it's not even just the fact that he like learns why he has Steven but then also for Steven to go like hey you were a kid completely understandable like yeah. like the, you did the best you could with what you had yeah. like you're forgiven type of thing was so deep and 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 nice type of yeah. thing so i do think like i do rank it in the disney plus shows higher i would probably put it as my number two is where i would probably rank it like i put wandavision still number one i probably put moon knight number two for me yeah i mean it would probably be in my top three okay with loki type of thing uh, loki's mm-hmm. number one still yeah i just okay. i love loki um, yeah. uh, just the chaos of it was just, <laughs> it was just so much fun. Which that season yeah. two, I'm looking very forward yeah. to. So. But Moon Knight may be as high as number two, uh, definitely three. Okay, definitely three. Which is which is pretty good. Uh, for the I mean they've had I mean it's been a it's been a whole year and a bit of Disney Plus shows. So they, yeah, they've gotten a lot out and there's, yeah. there's more coming. So, so that's that's interesting. Which we'll maybe we'll talk about in the future. Yeah. Um. So the next big thing that happened, uh, unfortunately, I wasn't involved with. So you'll have to kind of <laughs> take the lead on this. Yeah. You actually went to a fan expo. I did. Yeah. When was the last time you've been to one? Oh, the pictures uh, on Facebook. Thank you, Facebook, for reminding me <laughs> when these things happen. Twenty eighteen. Wow. Four years. Four, four years. That's so, crazy. So we had uh, we had we had gone down for uh, actually for my birthday. My whole family went. Which was a surprise to me. Nobody told me that everybody was going to go, and everybody went. Oh, nice! Uh, which was which was uh, a lot of fun. Um, but uh, in 2020, we were going down because I was going to finally get the opportunity to meet Jim Lee. Yeah. Uh, get some stuff done, and we were also going to see the Hobbits. Yeah. Uh, the uh, unexpected reunion, and then of course COVID hit, and it got canceled, yeah. and then the, they actually did one last year. But it was like fully masked, and mm-hmm. of course there was like very limited vendors and everything else. Like, 
so we didn't go to that one. This one, again, the Hobbits were coming back. I was like, I'm not going to miss this. You yeah. know, FYI to everybody, huge Lord of the Rings Tolkien fan. So uh, it was. I was had to go see yeah. see them. Uh, my wife also a big Tolkien fan. So uh, we went and uh, saw that. It was it was amazing. Like the the show we went to see, uh, the unexpected reunion mm-hmm. was amazing. Like it, it felt like sitting. It felt like they were at dinner. Yeah, catching up, and you were at the table. That's awesome. that's what it felt like. Yeah, and, and just what you was want. Just, yeah, yeah, so many. Like, so many good stories they would tell, and you could just tell the camaraderie and the joking between them, that there was, like, an honest, like, like brotherhood there. Yeah. Um, and then they they did a couple things where they brought up, like, behind-the-scenes photos that were taken. Oh, that's so cool. And they would be like, oh, tell us what was happening here at this point. And they would, you know, ex- express that. And then they did a little game where they they said, like, how well do you know each other kind of thing. And, you know, they did that <laughs> thing, and that was that was, you know, a lot of fun. But uh, the the top of the the entire evening, the the capper was uh, at the very end. They had Billy Boyd um, play uh, the the song that he wrote uh, for uh, the Hobbit. Really? Um, and it was, and he played it live. Uh, played the guitar, and it was it was just such a a fitting a fitting end to the evening. Yeah. Um, it was it was great. Um, you know, we went and got photos with them and everything. Unfortunately, they were, you know, they're all doing the old plexiglass yeah. between you and them and crap now. Which they, they got to do. Which, yeah, yeah like I, I understood, but, you know, again, it was something that they weren't really keen on, like really, you know, plastering over letting you know that that's what was going on. Oh, yeah. Like we didn't really find that out until we were at the Comic-Con. Uh-huh. Uh, so it was like, <laughs> it was like, okay, well, that's not... You know, and the price of everything, it was, yeah. you know... It just, they got to make up for two years. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but, I mean, the, the overall Comic-Con itself, like, there was... I'm going to say, if you were if you were a manga fan, it was probably a great con, because there was just so much manga. Yeah. Like, just so much manga. <laughs> um, and there's so many... I, I would say it was primarily dominated between manga and cosplay, because there was so, oh, many, yeah. so many people dressed up. Uh, and then, and then manga was definitely the, you know, the, the vendors of choice were selling manga like like crazy. Um, they know what makes money. (laughs) Yeah. It was, it was uh, unfortunately smaller than, than what I had experienced previously in the past. Um, and again, that's just, you know, it's going to take some time for them to get ramped back up to, to where they were. Uh, the guests were, you know, they were, they were okay. I mean, you, like, you had the Hobbits, obviously. Um, Jay and Silent Bob were there. Which is cool, yeah. A couple other people from Clerks. Um, Michael Rooker was yep. there. Um, they had a couple of people from, you know, uh, Star Trek and whatnot. I got to meet uh, Carrie Payton, who uh, I just absolutely love. Uh, obviously, from, like, I watched The Walking Dead, um, but not my favorite character he plays. <laughs> uh, he actually voices... Uh, cyborg on the Teen Titans. Oh, really? Um, oh. Which again, not my favorite character. It's he also played with the cast and crew of Critical Role, uh, oh. a character, uh, a character that he had in in that, uh, and uh, Jocasta, and uh, <laughs> that that was the character that. Uh, so I went up and I met him, and he was just like so awesome. That's awesome. But uh, they had a couple, you know, there were some mainliners and a couple other kind of throw-ins, and and like it's it's again becoming more of an entertainment con because you had like. A bunch of people from Cobra Kai there, and, <laughs> yeah. and you had a bunch of people from like the Trailer Park Boys were there, and yeah. So like it's it's definitely becoming that. But what was which what was unfortunate was just from the vendor side of things, 
a lot of them were pointed at manga and whereas before like like even though I went and I'm comics and maybe that person's manga and maybe that person's horror or whatever there was like enough there to keep you completely satisfied. you know satisfied and that's the one thing I found was lacking this time mm-hmm. is like it was like if you wanted Funko Pop <laughs> like every booth wow <laughs> I've never seen so much Funko Pop being sold that's insane. It was just crazy. Yeah. So it, it was unfortunately very limited on that side. Um, the other building had the artists, which usually they put the artists around the outside. And then a lot of the kind of local commissions, people mm-hmm. did like do stuff um, like, uh, uh, you know, crafts and, and whatnot uh, that are related to, you know, whatever genre of stuff you're into. But it was weird because we were walking through it at one point and I was like, oh, there's like a booth with leather jackets and I was like, why the Jackson? I was like, I don't know, is this like a manga thing? Or is it a th-? like it, like I didn't understand and I went over yeah. no, the guy just bought a booth and was selling leather jackets there. <laughs> and it's like, what are you doing in an entertainment con with leather, leather jackets? jackets? Yeah. Like I they, mean that that aren't like there weren't any that were like, Oh, this is the leather jacket that so and so wore. Like, like Wolverine. This is, this or is yeah, or, yeah. or or Ghost Rider's leather jacket yeah, or something like yeah. it was nothing like that. It was just like, no, this is just the leather jacket. That's so weird. It was really weird. <laughs> So, and, and unfortunately, just it wasn't as big as I'd expected, but it was still a lot of fun to go and get get back into the. Into how was the how was the vibe? Like, was a lot of people like just excited to be there? Like, oh, we're back again. Saturday kind of thing, was or? just a gong show. Like, I, I only honestly only went down there for about two hours because there were just so many people crammed in there, Ooh. and coming off of COVID. And, yeah. and everything else like it was just uh, you know I still had a, a little bit of like okay like I don't I don't mind crowds. <laughs> I don't want to be packed in here like a sardine because yeah. that's what it felt like. So I only went down for a couple hours on Saturday and then left. Um, but the, the the Friday show, you know, was still busy but not not the main one. You know, yeah. not crazy. Sunday same thing, kind of busy but not crazy. Um, and and everybody was just yeah, the vibe was just like everybody was just happy to be <laughs> outside at a con. Yeah. You know, yeah. uh, so it was it was good. It was good. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm glad you. I got. You, I'm glad you got to go. I'm very itching to go go yeah. to one myself. So, uh, so a bunch of questions for you. Uh, for the Hobbit one, was there anything that you learned that you were like, I never would have guessed this in a million years from their like behind. Like, is it like something like, oh, Frodo loves you know pineapple or something like something random that they brought up that you never would have guessed. Um, they they well they talked about uh, like I said they talked about food and everything else. But what what really kind of threw me off was they had said that uh, the reason why they call it an unexpected reunion because the four of them have not been together on stage or anywhere in 10 years. Wow, that's surprising. So which was shocking to me. I was yeah. I was like, "What? Really? 10 years?" Yeah, you, like and they said like we've been like two of us at a location or maybe even as many as three of us at a location, but all four yeah. together doing this and apparently they're doing it across Canada. Um they, they haven't been together in 10 years. Wow. You know what's funny? I actually listened to a podcast with uh, Mary and Pippin. Yeah. And they were talking about how over the pandemic, they they play a video game I play called League of Legends. Yes. It was so funny listening to them talk about it. Because they, like, like, uh, they started talking about like, oh man, we got to hit up, you know, we got to hit up uh, uh, Elijah Wood yeah. and Sam. And like, you know, get, yeah. his name's not Sam. But uh, got to get them together and yeah. learn League of Legends. Yeah. Sean, Sean Aston just Sean Aston, refused. You. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, sort of. Like he was kind of like, oh, I don't know. But uh, Elijah Wood plays video games. So yeah. he's like, oh yeah, I was kind of, you know, and and they were and they were actually they brought that up on stage and they were like picking at him like That's you gotta come you gotta come yeah. play you know 
That's um, so funny. It was, it was, no, it was just a really, really fun, mm-hmm. uh, fun evening to hear them, you know, talk, uh, and go over kind of like how they auditioned for the show yeah. and, and, you know, how they all met and some of the fun trips that they took up and down the mountains and all, all kinds of stuff like that. But, um, yeah, it was, I, I was, both my wife and I were like, oh, that was the highlight. Like it was just yeah. amazing. Oh Yeah. So talking about like you're saying that it seems like you know the manga invasion yeah. and whatnot. Do you think it was just one of those things where it's just there's such a low market for regular comics, or just the combo people just didn't show up? Like I guess I guess you wouldn't really know, but like <laughs> yeah, I, I like because I don't know where else they would go because usually cons like were, and expos used to be the place, you know? Yeah, like I mean I know a couple of comic book stores that are down there um, that that weren't. At the Comic Con, really, uh, but there was Red Skull, but Red Skull was mostly focusing on um, like uh, uh, basically like statues or figures kind yeah. of stuff. Um, there was one guy that comes up from Quebec that sells like back issues like crazy. Yeah. So yeah, I dropped a lot of money there um, <laughs> with with him. But like usually, there's like that guy. There's usually like I'm gonna say like two or three. Not yep. maybe as big as him because he always has the biggest selection, but usually two or three people that have like decent sized selections. But it was just ridiculous. And then some of the pricing that I saw on stuff, like there were comics that I was looking at, and I was like, I remember that grabbing that off the shelf at the convenience store. And yeah. they're like, and I'm like, and you want nine hundred dollars for it? <laughs> you know, like the most expensive yeah. one I saw there was seventy two hundred dollars. Wow, what was it? I can't even remember. You just looked at the price and just I blacked just out. Like, yeah, <laughs> it, I mean, some of the stuff there was just it was just wow. so so overpriced yeah. and and based off of like like you would not believe the amount of moon knight comics i saw <laughs> yeah like the amount of times like like you'd be looking for an issue or something like a back issue of the avengers yep. and you're looking for it and you're like what the hell is like this missing one and then you'd see it up on their special wall yeah with a jacked up price because it had moon knight yeah because they know it's popular right yeah. now yeah 100%. and it's like i don't want the issue because of moon knight i want it because it's part of the collection yeah that's so, so funny. It was it was just uh, it was unfortunate that way, but yeah, the just the comic side of things was just not. That's so weird. To not, me as, it's not as not uh, as prevalent. Yeah, it's so weird because I under- I understand like I completely expect manga and anime to be more and more mainstream. Oh, yeah, completely expect that. But I mm-hmm. I also expected comics to keep up with them in the sense of like MCU's the biggest franchise of all time, you know, mm-hmm. type of thing. Like you expect them to be also have the comic side, at least graphic novels or yeah. something. You know? Well, I remember going to going to these uh, to to the comic cons, and it was like uh, this particular comic con, and, and it was a comic con. Yeah, uh, and then they changed it to the Entertainment Expo. But I remember going there, and I mean, I had a probably like forty five minute conversation with Mark Wade. Wow. Yeah. Um, I talked to Will uh, Partaccio, the one of the artists. Uh, on he drew he did X Men for a while he uh, went away in Image and did wet works and stuff he's come back and done like some covers and stuff like that but we talked to him and probably talked to him for well over an hour wow on 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 a Sunday and he told us about all these like ideas they had been pitching at the time for X Men like about like storylines yep. and stuff like that like you just don't have those people like at least recently that I've seen you don't have those level of people showing up anymore yeah um. I'm just curious, like, where are they going? Because it's like, if you're not going to the expo, I guess if they're not just going like, to that. Maybe they're selecting to go to like New York Comic Con, the bigger ones, the bigger ones, where there's more of a but, fan base. But I mean, yeah. the, the Calgary one is a pretty big one in Canada, like, it's, yeah. and it's really well done. Yeah. Um, I would just say, like, 
from my perspective, it was just with this one, it was just like, I think it's just like a, a post-COVID kind of, oh, yeah, the baby yeah. step to get back to Don't worry. To rolling. The manga nerds were there in force. They're like, we don't care about COVID. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, they could be there in force because most of their costumes have masks. masks. So, um, but no, it was yeah. it, like the manga was just crazy and, and, and which is great. Like, I'm glad to see that it's taken off because, I mean, there was a time when I went there and it was like barely any manga yeah. there might be like some small vendor in the corner you yeah. know hawking books but now it's gotten you know it's gotten to the point but to see like it take over that much real estate yeah. that much real estate so i mean i was looking at it and going like well i remember coming in here and there was like a giant section for video games and there was a giant section for uh people that like horror yeah. di different genres of movies and yeah. stuff that's so weird to not me. You think, just weren't there because you think in my mind everybody would want to be like chomping at the bit to get back out there so yeah. I'm just, be, well yeah. in some cases they may have folded yeah you that's know, a good point. Over, over the last couple of years so yeah. hopefully it continues to grow and mm -hmm. and um you know hopefully they don't uh, completely kill off the comic book industry because <laughs> uh, i mean it, it's still it's still vibing i mean there were still you know people that were there selling comics there were still a lot of people at those vendors yeah. looking well, at comics apparently seven two hundred bucks for a comic <laughs> yeah, 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 I didn't, I didn't go, I didn't go anywhere near that. Yeah. So seeing all the manga and anime and whatnot, did did you get like tempted? Like maybe no. I'll check it out. No, I'm still, even, still hard. Not even, Dang. A, not even a, Dang it. Not even an instant. We'll get there. So what was your, what was your best find that you got there? Ooh, uh, best find. I found the majority of the, uh, which of course the guy gashed me for. Yep. Uh, because he knew he knew what he had. He knew what he had. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but I found uh, the Incredible Hulk uh, original volume one series. Uh, I found all but one of the uh, the issues drawn by McFarlane. Wow. So I gra I grabbed all those, uh, and uh, of course my wife was like, you know, like, oh, it's your birthday, so I'm just gonna hold off and wait till the <laughs> Comic Con, and then and then if you find something, I'll buy it for it. I was like, oh, that's kind of cheating. Like, just buy me something and. Yeah. Run the risk of me, you know, liking it or not, you know, like everybody else does. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. but anyways, as we were wandering around, I actually found the original volume one in amazing, amazing condition. Uh, volume one Wolverine four part series where he's in Japan. Oh, what? I got all four issues what? in like, I'm talking like pristine near mint condition. That's amazing. For 200 bucks. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. So that was my, that was my big, like, I don't think this person really knows what they got. Yeah, like, that's insane. Especially considering the condition they were yep. in. Yeah. Yeah, if they just looked on eBay, you yeah. know, they would have jacked it was, that up. It, it, that was easily, easily the biggest finder. That's awesome. Wow, that's so cool. Uh, other question. So you mentioned, the, you kind of mentioned the cosplay. Hmm. When I went to Edmonton Expo a couple times, there was always like, you could tell when a big movie had come out or like something yeah. like that. It's like every other cosplayer was was this. For mm -hmm. the first one I went to was Mad Max Fury Road. Every other person was from Mad Max Fury Road. Was there one that was like standout for cosplay that like funny every enough? Person? No, really. Like, it was a good mix. and probably because mostly I don't I don't follow manga. Uh, there were a couple costumes I reckon it was like okay I've seen a couple people dressed like that. Yeah. There were still some people running around dressed as Sailor Moon. Um, <laughs> hey man, never gonna end. It's never gonna end. Um, <laughs> Those are like. But uh, as far as like Marvel costumes and stuff, or or even DC costumes, like you know, like of course you're gonna see your odd Batman and whatnot. Yep. There was a lot of Star Wars, a lot of Mandalorian. Yeah, oh um, yeah, that, that would be my guess. Mandalorian and Boba Fett. Yeah. for the Star Wars was like the the costume. number ones. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, like I mean, and then you had your ones like where <laughs> we're walking around, and my little nephew, who who my brother. 
creatively made him a because uh, he loves Transformers. Yeah. So he has a, he had a gray Decepticon hoodie. That's awesome. So he's like, which kind of looked like Megatron, like the old Megatron. Yeah. So he's like, oh, okay. So he built him a, a helmet out of cardboard and like duct tape. That's awesome. So, and, and then gave him that and then, you know, strapped a, a cannon to his arm and stuff. And he went down there and he was just like, I want to see, you know, uh, uh, anybody that's a Transformer. And I, I saw one, and I was like, oh, I think there's Starscream over there. So it was, it was like, oh, okay. So we go wading through the crowd, and we get up there, and I, unfortunately, it was sexy Starscream. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> and uh, so, so I mean, he was still like, he didn't register that. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, yeah. he's at that age where he's just like, oh, Starscream. Yeah. Um, but I was like, that's sexy Starscream. Like, <laughs> who, who does think looks at Starscream? Is like, I don't know. Hey. But, but that, that, I mean, that's the that's the thing. Like, it, like walking around, there was a that was another thing yeah. that you saw. Yeah. It was just like people would take that. Like, oh, you know, apparently Starscream has a very nice midriff. <laughs> you know, like it was just yeah. it was it was you know Halloween. it's just what you what you expect to see. There was some uh, some steampunk kind of kind of stuff that yeah. was there. But uh, but I would say like overall, it was like freaking Halloween. Yeah. Like a, a lot more people than I was expecting. Like, and I'm gonna say they were pushing probably over fifty percent of people were dressed up. Wow, that's crazy. Like it was crazy. Yeah. Because yeah. I remember in Edmonton, it was a, it was a good chunk, but the, like yeah. it wasn't fifty. Like it was like probably thirty or something like that. But yeah, I mean, so many. People. And people had a lot of free time, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, gotta build a costume. I actually, I always joke like I really want to. I want. I really want to try cosplay at least once, you know. Just yeah, just, yeah. Just no, I mean it would be, it'd be, it'd be it, it, like a fun fun thing if I could find. I don't know, maybe it, you know, it just it depends on the timing and, yeah. and and whatnot. But um, yeah, you could. I'm sure. Depending on the genre, there were more of certain characters there that yeah. because people were just like, oh yeah, that's. That's what's going on yeah. right now, um, but it was just like there were so many costumes. That's cool. Yeah, I'm glad there was a so diverse. Yeah. yeah, I'm glad there was, a, there was a man. I yeah, I'm mentioned to go to. I'm mentioned to go to one. It, it was a lot of fun. I mean, my one of my favorite things uh, going to is like you kind of said, like the smaller artists, like the local artists. Yeah, and because like a lot of those people, you can just go up to and be like, hey, you know, I, you know, I love your it's art. Amazing work. Yeah. Amazing work. Can't believe you're just local person, you know, type of yeah. thing. But then the, a lot of them will do commissions, and you can be like, oh yeah, I love this character. If you could do it like this yeah. type of thing, and they're really nice to work with and they have some yep. really cool stuff. Like my wife and I were going through a lot of our like keepsake boxes and whatnot. And we had like two boxes that were just, you know, custom art from like the expo type of thing. Yep. It was, it was awesome to see again and go through. So yeah, I'm definitely itching to go back. I've never been to the Calgary one. I've only ever been to the Edmonton. I, I one, would so. definitely recommend it. They do a, they do an outstanding job. And, and mm -hmm. I would say like, even in a down year like this, I, th I think there's a va very valid reason for it, but it was still great. Yeah. still good good time good uh, yeah i think that's the nicest part about the expos is even if you're not like there to go buy the 7200 column book or you're not there with your you know cosplay you spent too much money on type mm -hmm. of thing just being in a group of your people of nerds and geeks a lot of times just reinvigorating and nice to be around because yeah. i remember that was another thing is like even my wife who at the like uh, when we first got together and went to the Edmonton one, it wasn't like a like she's she's nerdy but not like like huge huge nerd. Even she found like oh look charmed you know yeah. like even she found you know her mm -hmm. people and her her stuff right like there's something for everybody. It's it's amazing. So. Yeah, lots of Harry Potter people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're coming back. <laughs> yeah, it's coming back. Yeah, so that's that's awesome. So 
Moving into our final main topic of the Super Spring 2022 recap, mm -hmm. we're going into Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. Mm -hmm. So before we get into the details of the movie... Yeah, spoiler. Yeah, we're definitely going to spoil the crap out of this one. Yeah. Uh, what was your thoughts going in? Going in, I was, um, I was hyped to see some very psychedelic <laughs> crap. Yeah. Um, I was... I was uh, trailer bedammed i was i was looking forward to seeing some kind of connection surprise kind of to like w direction as to like where is the marvel universe going in this next phase yeah. of stuff yeah what were your thoughts when you heard sam raimi was in charge because obviously sam raimi famous i was not optimistic no so, but you, you've said, like, you, you liked the first Spider-Man movie, right? Or, like, did you like him at the time? And then I, I liked him at the time because the, I think the, like, just watching how they managed to do, like, Spider-Man swinging through the city with, the, yeah. like, the special effects level compared to, like, the last time you saw them try to do something <laughs> like this was just, like, and then even comparing that to, like, the X-Men movies that had just come out, it was, like, just so far beyond. I hated the Green Goblin, like, not the actor. I hated the costume. Yeah. I thought it was goofy as hell. Um, and, yeah, it was, like, the movie was, like, eh. Like, it was, eh. But it was Spider-Man. It was, like, I, I think it was just because it was so new and fresh and, like, you hadn't seen this level of special effects before. It was just like, it was, it was, I thought it was better than what it was. Yeah. Which is fair. A lot. I feel yep. like a lot of people kind of had that. I actually recently rewatched all the Sam Raimi ones because mm -hmm. we were uh, prepping for No Way Home. So mm -hmm. my wife and I anyways. And so we watched them. I was actually surprised because I remember in my head how cheesy they were. Mm -hmm. And they still were really cheesy, cheesy. Yeah. even outside of the early 2000s aspect of it you could tell sam raimi's such a fan of like 60s and 70s era spider-man mm -hmm. and he was just pulling that as much as possible and but it but but i will admit the one thing i like the most about sam raimi's uh original trilogy it did have a lot of heart and even if even yeah. and he always had yeah. a point of like my character's gonna start here and he's going to end here by the end of it. And even if it's a, a bit of a cheesy jumbled mess in the middle, you still get that character arc mm -hmm. throughout the movies. Yeah. I mean, obviously the third one was just a mess because yeah. of uh, that, the, the In all honesty, thing, it was probably because of the, uh, the, you know, the production, yeah. you know, people getting in there and going, oh, you got to shove all this crap yeah. in there because... You shove you know, Venom whatever. in there. Yeah. yeah. So, it, and again, I, and I've even heard an interview with Sam Raimi where he said, I'm not a Venom fan because when I was a kid, he didn't exist. You know, one of those things where they forced, because mm -hmm. Venom was popular in the 90s and early 2000s, they forced him to put him in there. And because he had no idea who the hell Venom was, it was just a, it was a, even more of a mess than it already yeah. was type of thing. So, so anyway, so like I was... So I looking forward into Doctor Strange Multiverse. I was pretty hyped. Like I, I, was, I, I was more hyped than I should have been. Yes, I, I was, I was, I hated Doctor Strange in No Way Home. I thought he was terrible, um, uh, terrible in that movie. But the end credits of showing him. Uh, with the first trailer of like, man, things are crazy. You had like evil Doctor Strange and you had, you know, want, he getting wanted to help him. You had America freaking Chavez coming into the movie. Like I was really hyped for this movie because again, it's one of those things with, uh, with the problem I think I, Marvel has is the potential with it was so much greater than whatever they could think of, mm -hmm. you know, type of thing. And, and like I said, I was also excited because Scarlet Witch, I loved WandaVision. I was really mm -hmm. curious as to see what they were going to do with the character. So, 
uh, I'll go first because I know uh, I know how you kind of feel. So I'll let you okay. go after me. But I didn't hate it. I uh, I don't think it was amazing. I think it was like you know mid to low ranking if you're going to rank it all. Right. I think the big things I pulled away from it were again he not for not for Wanda. But for Doctor Strange, he had a... This is where I'm going to have my character... Like, what are his problems he's facing in the beginning of the movie? And where do I want him at by the end of it? And it was, like, a, a decent arc of him going, like, maybe I do need to let go a little bit and, and try to move forward with my life. Really weird way to get there of turning into a zombie and fighting with music, you know, type of thing. But, you know, he got there in, in the end. Yeah. Um, I, I think the other nice part about it was seeing Wanda go crazy was just satisfying mm-hmm. in the sense of like when she just started bopping the Illuminati. Yeah. <laughs> like mm-hmm. nobody, nobody saw that coming. Cause again, it, no. not only was it the fact that like nobody thought that Wanda would do that uh, it, it, based on what her character had been doing in the last couple of years. But the fact that they let him go that dark was such a surprise for me. I feel like the reason why this movie to me stands out and I like it more than like say Shang-Chi or Eternals is because at least it was somewhat different. Because they, 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 I feel like what I was expecting to happen was they got Sam Raimi in. They're going to have, you know, some Sam Raimi-isms, but they're going to rein them in in the MCU threshold, you know, type of thing, which they do with every other director they've done since Phase 2 or 3 when they had, like, you know, Dark World and Iron Man 2, mm-hmm. which were shit shows. So I thought that's what they're going to do. But they literally, I think Kevin Feige was like, hey, it's my old friend Sam Raimi. Here's the reins. Do whatever the hell you want with it. And man, did he do whatever the hell he wanted with them and went a little bit nuts. So even though I don't think it was a super great movie, I think at least it had its own flavor to it that um, that uh, made it stand out from some of the more blander Marvel movies. And like, uh, yeah, I think my biggest issues with it is just yeah wanda i i don't understand why they didn't just do an alternate reality evil wanda like all they had to do mm-hmm. was just sh- dr strange go up to regular 616 wanda or whatever you want to call her and go like hey i need your help but then either have her be switched with an evil wanda or then they go fight an evil wanda i think would have solved so many of his problems of people hating him also i hate what they did with america chavez She's so cool in the comic book. She's so self, you know, self-reliant, independent. Again, sorry, terrible podcast. Independent, amazing power set, amazing storyline, all this stuff. And then they just turned her into MacGuffin. And a little bit at the end, I mean, that was kind of the point of Doctor Strange saying, like, it's up to you to fight Wanda type of thing. It was kind of trying to say, like, you know, it's your turn to take the reins type of thing. It just came off so condescending and so whatever. And it's, it's such a shit... Uh, thing for her character and I think that it so yeah that's kind of my more positive leading review of Doctor Strange Multiverse Madness yeah what do you think Dave (laughs) I thought it was an entertainingly bad movie (laughs) um and and I went in with like it was one of those movies I went in with certain expectations not as far as like being entertained or certain like it was just expecting certain things to happen it wasn't, I wanted to see all the X-Men or I want like, yeah. none of that crap that you were seeing on YouTube, which I'm just absolutely sick and tired of those just <laughs> Dude, they leeches. take it to the nth degree. Like leeches. Degree. Like they have nothing better to do and no talent. I'm sorry, I'm going to say that right now. Not to, you know, I've got <laughs> much better. Are you sorry? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but but the, the fact that they just, like they just hype, hype shit, you know, shit up. I was just expecting, like, just plot-wise, like, how is this going to connect to the 
to the movies going forward yeah. as far as like Kang or you know like who the big bad is like is it going to be Annihilus is it going to be Galactus is it going to like just something yeah. and that didn't happen no um, and I was I th- that was the big letdown for me because I just kept waiting like it could have been just a five minute part and I would have been like ah I'm sedated I'm fine I feel yeah. good now it was it just wasn't there. I have to say some of the dialogue was some of the worst written dialogue I've ever heard in a movie. Like, like Wong is struggling to contain the Scarlet Witch. Yeah. And this is when Stephen Strange decides, I'm going to have like a five, ten minute conversation with Chavez about how I believe in you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, like, what the F is yeah, this? Yeah. You just signed Elizabeth Olsen to a seven year contract with Marvel Studios. And then you quote-unquote air quotes flying all over the place kill her at the end whatever yeah the very beginning of the movie i'm coming to you wanda hey can you help me oh well yeah i could except i'm the bad guy you knew that within the first 10 minutes of the movie yeah there was no suspense no no thrilling it was just i i'd heard people describe it as like oh it's kind of like marvel's first kind of horror movie I was like, there was one element when she was kind of chasing after them, yeah, or trying to get into these, uh, the uh, not the sanctum, but the um, uh, where they were, uh, where they were hiring her, where she was kind of trying to come through the water, yeah, the the mirror dimension, like yeah. that was kind of Sam Raimi horror kind of thing, yeah. But uh, like other than that, I was expecting like when people were like, this was like a kind of a horror. I was expecting some like twisted, really messed up crap, and it this it was just fluff. Yeah. The Illuminati was a joke. Was a yeah. joke. They literally introduced Mr. Fantastic as the smartest man in the universe. And then they just get owned yeah. in like no time flat. Yeah. <laughs> like it was just so bad. Yeah. It's like they just went, oh, we're going to introduce this Illuminati. And then they're probably going to go like, oh, well, there's another Illuminati dumb um but they just they, they threw it in there and and then it was like they were like okay well we want to do a little bit of fan service but we don't want to really throw it out there so how do we like take it back oh we'll just have Wanda kill them all <laughs> the hardest so, commitment you can make you know yeah, yeah it was just for me it was just like and I didn't understand the arc for Wanda like yeah. you get out of WandaVision she just kind of come to terms with what she did and in, in the thing and I can kind of understand the dark hold kind of corrupting her a little bit but by the time you meet her she's just like literally says like oh well actually I'm the bad guy oh by the way if you don't hand him o- hand over Chavez I'm going like, to just kill you all yeah. I'm going to I was like what the hell and then the rest of the movie was just flat because like you knew who the bad guy was in the first 10 minutes and then it just felt like a like a like a car chase without a car <laughs> trying to keep her away people were like oh it's dimension hopping they went to like two places yeah they had the one transition scene where they went to like yeah. you know the paint planet or yeah. whatever but yeah then, or yeah. whatever it was just like yeah. like as far as if i would have went in going like okay this is just a standalone movie or it's a within the just the the doctor strange arc i probably would have felt a little bit better about it mm-hmm. but just feeling like okay these are the movies that are coming out. This is what they did in the first phase where they yep. kind of hinted at stuff and there was like, they would hint the Avengers and you were like, ooh, yep. the Avengers. There was nothing. There was just z- no nothing. I, I feel like what happened, because apparently they had somebody else who was supposed to do Doctor Strange 2. Mm-hmm. I can't remember who it was, mm-hmm. but he had to back off. I feel like what happened, because Kevin Feige and Sam Raimi worked together on the first Spider-Man movies. I feel like Kevin was really just like, 
hey, my old buddy Sam, I heard you need work, you know, type of thing. And, yeah. like, you know, I, you can do whatever you want because I love you type of thing. Completely negating the fact that the whole point of Kevin Feige is to make sure everything flows. Yeah. You know, he just kind of, like, blind by his love for Sam Raimi. It was like, go nuts type of thing. And, yeah. and he went nuts. Like, like it, it, I think it was funny. Like I said earlier, it's very interesting because of the fact that it was nice that it was slightly different. Mm-hmm. It had that yeah. early 2000s cheese. Yeah. You had the Danny Elfman... Like, mm-hmm. the second de- the music started, I was like, that's fucking Danny Elfman. <laughs> right there. It's the most Danny Elfman score of all time type of thing. So, and, like, you, you kind of had that reminiscent of the old movies and whatnot. But, yeah, it's just one of those things where it's like, they, they've they done it before where they've taken directors with a with a flavor and and had them fit in, in MCU. Yeah. Taika Waititi, the Rousseau brothers, and mm-hmm. they fit perfectly well into that. It just felt like, to me, they were just like, yeah, Sam, do whatever you, do whatever you want. And then it, and he said, yeah. and this is the thing, I was fine with the movie until I heard this, he never watched WandaVision. No. Before this movie. Are you kidding me? You're telling me the yeah. MCU is supposed to be this amazing interconnected puzzle piece and you just threw out half the puzzle with I'm, I, like, like, I'm, the... Like, the two things I'm going to say. Number one, they've lost it. They, you think they, so? I think Marvel's yeah. lost. They've lost... Since Endgame? They lost whatever they had. They, they've completely lost it. And it's it, it's unfortunate because they haven't managed to evolve. Mm. They just keep trying to produce the same shit over mm. and over and over again. Now, is it entertaining? Yes. Like, I would not say to anybody, like, don't go see it. It was entertaining. It was funny. It had its marks. Like, it wasn't the best, you know, written movie. But, like, the special effects were amazing. Like, you were expecting. Like, that's just what Marvel movies have, you know, we'll just just bludgeon them to death with CGI. (laughs) And they'll love it. We got the budget. Um, Yeah. You know, like, they've got it there. Like, it's, but just from from, from an enjoyment standpoint of, like, what the universe is and 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 could be yeah. as you kept seeing saying it was just such a flop yeah. for me and and the thing that killed it the most and i have to contain myself here okay is the part where they were in a cage they were in the cages and he was talking to uh he, he was talking to his his you know uh lover in another universe who now <laughs> wasn't his lover yeah. um and she said this or you're from the six one six universe. Yeah, that's such horseshit. I heard that. Yeah, and I was like, I, I think I think they made a mistake. Yeah. So <laughs> I went online, and I went and I was like, this no, she could maybe I heard it wrong. Nope, nope, didn't hear it wrong. So then I went and I found an interview by Kevin Feige. And Kevin Feige is like, yeah, because it's the 616 universe and it's the main universe. And I felt, I feel like this is such an F you <laughs> to comic book fans. Yeah. Uh, to the point where I, I actually was sitting back and I was like, I don't know if I'm going to keep collecting. Really? You think I it's don't, that egregious? Like, like I was that, it was that, it was that insulting to say that. The MCU is the main universe. Mm. Like, this is the main... Like, Kevin Feige, you piece of shit. (laughs) You trash bag. You come in, and they should be... Like, every single one of these movies that's come out, they should go and find the writers that they ripped off from the comics and just start showering them in cash. Oh, yeah. Because these guys are making so much money... Off of other people's ideas, it's ridiculous. And yeah. then for him to turn around and say this is the main universe and confirm that it's six one six when it's 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 been six one six was the comic. That's where it comes from. 
I I just I just well, just blew my top. You're about to throw out your Marvel Unlimited. <laughs> I just into it, the river, it's yeah. like absolutely like ridiculous, and the fact that he just the way he addressed it mm. just felt like anybody like the comics didn't mean anything. No. What drives the Marvel universe is this thing we've only been doing for what twenty years? Yeah, yeah, that's what drives not, the Marvel universe. Not even at this point, it's like, been like you, 10, yeah. you giant piece of garbage. Like, yeah, that makes no sense to me. Literally, no. the whole point of name numbering the universes is to establish what's canon and what's not, and and whatever. And the fact that you're saying MCU six one six, like, what's the point then? <laughs> you know, well, like, you're now saying that, that like, because the, the, there was always the main universe, yeah. and I mean, I very much enjoy a lot of the stuff that's in the like alternate yeah. universes. But you always knew like this was the yeah. the main you know canon universe. Yeah. But now you're saying the MCU is, which means the comic book universe is what? Yeah. 616.5. Is, <laughs> is not canon? Yeah. Is not the not the thing that actually got the product that you're making right now to where it is? Yeah. Like, it was just a slap in the face so bad, I, I just, I that's was bad. beside myself. Yeah, that's crazy. Do you think, like, yeah, okay, yeah, that's... I don't know why they would say that. I don't know. Literally, like, all they had to say was, like, yeah, it's, like, 717. Yeah, 615. Like, that's you all they close. had to do. That's no. all they had to do. But any self-respecting comic book yeah. fan that, that didn't get upset hearing that, you're not a comic book fan. You know fan. what the other weird thing about that, too, is the only people would recognize it as an Easter egg are the people who would be pissed yeah. at it. Like, it's not like they're doing that for the fans who are casual and only MCU yeah. fans. That means nothing to them, yeah. you know? It's the people who no. read comics. It felt like it's like, hey, guess what? We made this movie. Yeah. Visually amazing. Um, entertaining. Mm-hmm. But we're going to gaslight you on a bunch of crap that's not going to happen. And then, guess what, you comic book fans? We're just going to up and kick you in the balls when you least expect it. Yeah. yeah. Like, it was... I, I couldn't believe it. And I, I thought the, the end credit scenes, like, with the... Like, was underwhelming with the... Like, oh, I got the yeah. eye in my head. Like, who gives a shit? And then, and then Clea shows up, which was kind of neat to see, like, Clea show up. So I was like, okay, well, that'll be interesting for the the, the, the movie I'm not watching. <laughs> um, and then the second one, just to see... Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell, who... I love Bruce Campbell. Um, just beat the crap out of himself. And most people were like, oh, that was so funny. I was like, do you get the reference of what that was? No. That was Evil Dead. Yeah. Because he beat the shit out of himself in Evil Dead. And then cut his evil hand off. Yeah. Right? And it was exactly like that. It was just him punching himself. So it was like a throwback yeah, to, to Sam a Sam Raimi, Raimi movie, yeah. right? But it was just a useless, like it was, I should, I would have said, have three, throw them all in at the very end, just as like a, a, funny. a, a joke and a funny, but it was just a waste of time. Well, even the third eye thing was so confusing to me, because no. in the movie, the third eye represented evil. Yes. Like it was and evil, a corruption the, from and a corrupt Darkhold. The Darkhold. But and even at the end of the of the movie, it was supposed to be like, oh, my life's getting to back together. Oh no, I have the Darkhold third eye. That's bad. But isn't the Darkhold destroyed? Yeah, exactly. But then you hard cut to Clea being like, hey, I need your help. Third eye, no problem. Let's do this. <laughs> and it's like, what? Yeah. You just contradicted your own end credit scene. That yeah. made no freaking sense. No. Like it was so confusing. It was. It was. Yeah. It was confusing. And it's yeah. I just. I. I it was. I. I'm not gonna say it was a bad movie. I was just disappointed because yeah. it just didn't land. 
Yeah. Anywhere near in the realm of what I was expecting. And again, I think this is just Marvel at this point is just shooting itself in the foot of like they don't know what, what I, I honestly what don't they think could they know do what will always be better than what they're actually going to do. And it's yeah. so weird. I don't know how they solve this. The only no. time, the only two times where it's been like there's no way they can pull it off, and they pulled it off was Avengers One mm-hmm. and Avengers Infinity War Endgame. Yeah. Where you're just like, there's no way they can pull this off, and then it's like, son of a bitch, they yeah. did it. And not to say there weren't holes yeah. here and there, but for the most part, it was like, wow, I can't believe they did it. I can't yeah. believe like you have these two, like these like 22 or whatever movies yeah. that all slam together, and it's this entire Infinity Saga, and they pulled it off, and it was like, wow. Yeah. Wow. And it's just, yeah. You know what I just realized, though, is, like, Phase 1, you know, had established a bunch of stuff, and it mm-hmm. was decent for what it was. Phase 2 is when they started downsliding. Mm-hmm. Phase 3 is when they brought it back up. And now we're into the even number Phase 4 again, and it's now mm-hmm. downsliding a little bit. So maybe it's just even numbers are, you know, cursed a little <laughs> bit. Knows. But who knows? So talking really quick before we move on yep. uh, about the Wanda, the, the Scarlet Witch WandaVision mm-hmm. of it all. So like I've, I've even mentioned on this this podcast, I love WandaVision. I think it's a great, it's my it's favorite good. Disney Plus. It's good. I think my, again, the biggest issue I have with WandaVision is the end. Because mm-hmm. you had Wanda who was dealing with trauma and who was dealing with the fact that people just wanted to use her powers for evil and she just wanted to live her life, have a family, try to have love and stuff, where she turns, does the bad thing and wrong thing of Mm -hmm. corrupt, not corrupting, but mind controlling the entire town. And so theoretically, yes, you feel bad for Wanda Mm because of what she's been through, but the reality is there was no consequences to her actions. She was able to do this when my bad and flew away to a picturesque location type of thing. Yeah. So going into this, um, uh, you even had in the trailers where, you know, she says, hey, let's talk about Westview or whatever it's called. And Dr. Strange's like, yeah, I don't give a shit. Again, you're like, somebody needs to care about this. This wasn't great. But then you had the twist in the movie of like, oh, but she actually was fully corrupted and whatnot. I was okay with it to a point. Because mm-hmm. I was like, okay... It, it makes sense that a character who did something bad but then wasn't punished continues to do something bad. Because it's like without her actually learning the, the lessons of, of her yeah, whatever. There's no consequences. There's no consequences. Yeah. And you could argue again yeah. the Darkhold corrupted her and, yeah. and, and kind of played on that badness to, to accelerate it. The problem is I feel like again they just went too far in her just blipping the Illuminati. Yeah. Like if she had just beaten them up and sub- subdued them you could be like okay yeah. even, even um, uh, when she was fighting the magic people on, on whatever it's called Targamars Cartarage or whatever it is uh, if she hadn't killed them, if she had just like made them run away or beat them up, I could have been like, okay, she's still holding back. There's still yeah. some redeemable factor to Scarlet no. Witch and Wanda. Yeah. They went full crazy. Yeah. Again, Sam Raimi doesn't give a shit. He was just like, I'm making a movie. I'm making a movie. <laughs> I, and I want her to kill everybody. And again, it was fun seeing her kill everybody. But when you start questioning the idea of like, how are you going to redeem this? Because you're going to mm-hmm. tell me she's just going to come back eventually and be like, hey guys, my bad. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, you can't allow this to happen. That's insane. Yeah. And like, again, I feel like the 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 easily, if you're talking multiverse, the easiest thing you could have done is just have this be an alternate dimension um, Scarlet Witch that was corrupted and, and fully like, yeah, I love being evil. Let me and, do this. And come in and, and have they, real they, Scarlet Witch go like, hey, you're wrong. Let me show you why. 
and and they could have played that up throughout the entire movie as a yeah. big mystery of like leaving you hints of like oh is it her that's doing it or or no 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 it's it's definitely yeah. an alternate universe one no 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 maybe it is her that's doing it. they could have played that angle yeah. and then done exactly what you were doing but no like I said you I've never been in a movie I've never seen a movie where they come and they're like you know oh hey somebody's trying to come after this person like there's there's a potential for a mystery they set this big creature after her. Yeah. like what, what's what you know we we need some help and she's like oh. Sorry, that was me. Yeah, I hundred percent thought. I know. I I was so like didn't register at first. I thought, oh, it's it's Wanda and somebody. Mm-hmm. I thought it was like, oh, somebody else sent the monster. Like it was like you mm-hmm. know nightmare or or somebody. somebody. And but Scarlet Witch also wants America for her own reasons. But then when she realizes what the other evil person is doing. Her and Doctor Strange will then join forces to like. She'll realize, oh, I gotta protect the kid, you know, type of thing. Uh, uh, Strange, but no, she's just straight up the, the bad guy who then mm-hmm. randomly sent evil monsters after yeah. America Chavez. Yeah. Like it, it, it really, it really doesn't make any sense. And like I, you said, like she has a seven movie deal. Mm-hmm. How are they gonna redeem this? I don't know. Like, I guess just turn her into a villain for the rest of it too. Like, yeah, I don't know. I, I, it blows my mind. Maybe what they'll start doing is like if they do the X Men is like its own alternate reality. It'll just be like alternate reality Scarlet yeah. Witch. Yeah. You know, and, I and guess at this point, I like know. I left that movie and I was like, you know, I'm still looking forward to like Loki season two yeah. and, and a couple things, but I was just like, I really could care less about Guardians of the Galaxy coming out. Oh, really? I could really care like. Like, just in the sense of, like, that movie just left me feeling like, I don't want to watch any more of this garbage. <laughs> Guardians is going to be good. Right? It probably will, because, be, like, at least you'll go and laugh your ass off. Yeah. Right? It's the same thing with Thor. Yeah. Love and Thunder probably looks, you know, it's probably going to be a very entertaining, fun, fun movie. But I'm just, like, not hyped about See, where they're going right yeah. now, because I just feel like their loss and my biggest fear is they're going to try and do some kind of secret wars thing yeah. and anybody who's a, a a comic book fan that that enjoyed civil war and saw the like the scope of civil war and then saw the trash that they trans like they translated onto the screen with like five people running at each other <laughs> it just looks so ridiculous and it was such a like a just a like impudent scale yeah. of what what the actual comic book was i feel and fear that that's what they're going to do with Secret Wars is yeah. it's just going to be at such a minute level. Yeah. It's just not going to matter. 100%. Like, it's going to be like, we're going to do Secret Wars, but the only alternate realities is is, is MCU main and then maybe, like, one other one. And yeah, that's we'll Secret have War, two yeah. scrolls. <laughs> <laughs> well, even they, they hinted at the... Um, with the Illuminati and the alternate yeah. dimension, the the tra- what's it called again? Transversions or whatever it's the called. Inver- yeah. The uh, incursions. Incursions, yeah. They yeah. Hint- which is the key point of Secret Wars yeah. in the comic book. So they hinted at it. So I guess it's already yeah. in the works. I think I think to me it's a bit extreme to say like I'm not looking forward to Guardians and Thor because to me that's a whole different side of MCU. That's mm-hmm. like the space side. And to me, I'm not looking forward to any of the alternate dimension stuff that they've been hinting at because everything they've try to do with the ultimate dimension that they like again wandavision loki uh doctor strange 2 and, and spider-man no way home all said they were doing alternate dimension stuff and they've all let it down in the sense of what they could have done other than loki maybe what they could have done ended up being nothing so like the main one coming out uh eventually that's going to deal with alternate dimensions again is ant-man yeah dude i don't know if they're gonna like why would 
I like I understand that like people love Ant Man because he's funny and Paul Rudd's great, but like there's no way he's a more important character than Doctor Freaking Strange, like <laughs> or Wanda. Well, and like, at this come point, on. it's like I believe, I believe it's been confirmed. Bill Murray's going to be in. Is he? Yeah, I believe he's going to be, in, and he's playing a character. And it's just like at this point, I feel like are you guys just making these movies <laughs> just like because actors are putting their hands up and going, oh, I'll play a. Superhero with some tights, yeah, you know, or a villain, or you know, whatever. I I don't know. My wife said that about John Krasinski, so I I marked out because that's been the rumor for so long that he's gonna be. So to me, it was like, oh shit, they did it. That was probably one of the like, oh cool, that's good thing. But to somebody, but to somebody like my wife, who was just like, what he just was bored and they needed him to give him a position. Like what? Like what was the point of this? Like to her, it was nothing. Yeah. But to, to the to you know the bigger nerds it was like oh an Easter egg. But again, but like, it was like a, it was like a, oh thank oh like thank God they confirmed somebody that everybody was universally yeah. in agreements for and thank you. And I was thinking the whole time I was like oh this is me oh she turned him into noodles. <laughs> like she killed him in the most like at least Black Bolt got exploded. He literally yeah. just got. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I will admit though, uh, I I'm super sad how quick it was. But when the 90s X-Men theme played, when Charles Xavier turned the corner, yeah. dude, I lost my mind. That was so good. Again, Danny Elfman, you know, just take mm-hmm. my money. But, uh, and the way he died was so, like, that. Uh, yeah. again, it's weird that she was willing to kill everybody, but the way he died was was pretty dope. But, yeah, uh, yeah it's, it's just, yeah, like you said, at this point now... They just do whatever the hell they want and they get away with it because we're still gonna no matter what we're gonna give them our well, money. Well, and, so. and and that's the that's the problem I think that they have with what's going on right now is you have these, you have these like just absolute diehard, I don't care what you produce, yeah. fans that 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 then turn and I've seen it on like anybody that's given it like a legitimate, um, you know, criticism, yeah, uh, any of the movies they just jump on them. And just beat them down and get them up. It's like, it's okay to criticize something that you enjoy. Like, I very much enjoyed Winter Soldier. There were problems with Winter Soldier. But I very much enjoyed it. Yeah. You know, Far From Home. Very much enjoyed it. uh, No Way Home. No Way Home. Uh, um, Very much enjoyed it. But in my opinion, it was a nostalgia (laughs) injection. That's all it was. Um, You know, they, they basically redid a movie based on... Other people's movies of Spider-Man, and like the, all the villains, all the heroes, yeah. like the, like it was just a nostalgia thing. It's okay to be critical of something, but to just go in and say like, oh, Doctor Strange, oh yeah, 99 out of 100 on Rotten Tomatoes, like what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Give your head a shake. Yeah, that's crazy. So yeah. I, I'm just, that's what I mean, like I'm just... I'm so sick of these movies getting hyped to the end. And like I said, there's a lot of it is because of like people jumping on the internet and doing, you know, YouTube things where they're just like completely unreasonably (laughs) making shit up to get people hyped about stuff. And then they go and see it. And then they're just like, I I know that there's people that probably left that theater going like, Oh, it wasn't exactly as good as I thought, but I'm like a huge Marvel fan. It was amazing. Yeah. yeah, You know, like be real. Yeah, be, be real. realistic. Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. Uh, so yeah, uh, that's the end of our Super Spring 2022 recap. Uh, so now we're going into the summer season. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of movies slated for 2022. A lot of Disney Plus shows, a lot of HBO shows for for DC side, and and you know all the stuff in between. Uh, what do you what are you looking forward to? What's got your eye? Uh, a couple things. Um, comic book side. 
I'm looking forward to uh, John Romita Jr. has come back to Spider-Man, where he belongs, as far as an sure. artist. So he's back. Uh, <laughs> Zeb Wells is re- uh, is writing it. What? Yep. What? Uh, so that's awesome. I'll be. I, I, you know, I'm not the biggest Romita Jr. I fan. I read the first issue, and I'm like, I'm so confused about what's going on yeah. right now. I love it. <laughs> okay, perfect. It's, it's so good. <laughs> Um, I love Zeb one, Wells. One issue in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to what they're going to do with Daredevil moving forward after the 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 uh, Devil's Reign. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to Judgment Day, the the big event to just yep. see what what that's yeah. you know all about. We'll we'll see. Hopefully it's it, good. It gives me a little bit vibes when they're trying to push in humans <laughs> instead. Of now they're trying to push internals. I'm a oh, little yeah. bit uh, stop trying to yeah. force me to like things I don't like. You know, yeah. but it could be good. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's the it's the big event. It's yeah. either going to be a complete shit show or or decent. Or good. Yeah. Um, could care less about Ms. Marvel. <laughs> um, after I watched the She Hulk thing today, I was just, I just I just about fell out of my chair. I was looking forward to She-Hulk. It sounded so cool. It looks like that was the it's worst trailer. That was one of the worst trailers I've ever seen. Yeah. That was so she looks like Shrek. Like yeah, what she, is that? Yeah, it was bad. Um so <laughs> oh, I don't care about either one. And um like I'm not knocking Miss Marvel. I just I don't really yeah, care for the character. character. Yeah. Uh it's very popular. I hope it does I hope it does well, but I, I just nothing about it appealed to me. Yeah. Um She-Hulk even less appealed to me. <laughs> yeah. Um, so really as far as the Marvel stuff, like as much as, yes, I'm going to go see Guardians, I'm going to go see Thor, I'm looking forward to those movies because they, they, they've been entertaining and, and, uh, usually pretty good. Yeah. The track record at least. So, well, uh, Tycho's not got much of a track record. He's got like one He's got movie. one. Yeah, <laughs> so got one. hopefully, hopefully he, you know, hits another one out of the park. But, you know, at least with James Gunn, he's got, you know, two movies, one that was really, really good. The other one that was good. Yeah, you know, uh, hopefully this is just as good. Um, but really, I mean, as as you know, non comic book thing, the biggest thing I'm looking forward to is next week with Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah, I'm so I, stoked for that. I wasn't a big fan of Mandalorian, so I never got into that or Boba Fett. But yeah. I really want to watch Obi Wan. It yeah. looks really good. Yeah, I'm uh, very very hyped for that. Uh, so for me, uh, I didn't realize Thor was in July of this yes, year. Yes, this year. I thought it was next year for some reason. Oh, yeah. I no. missed the date. I was like, wait, when is it coming out? Uh-huh. I was so surprised. And were you saying Guardians is this year? Or uh, no, year? Guardians is 2023 okay. or 2024, I believe. Probably, so, probably yeah. next year type of thing. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to, to, to Thor. I think, I mean, obviously I love Ragnarok, probably my favorite MCU movie of all time. I'm worried because I love mm. gore. The God Slayer, oh, and there's a do it okay. they're gonna Taika it, dude. Uh, apparently, Taika said it's his it's the best Marvel villain of all time, which makes me worried because it's Taika it's... and he's a huge troll. Yes, so it's yes. like like I like Gore's such a good character, and it's a good chance they're gonna make him goofy, and it's gonna ruin the whole character. If they don't, if they pull a Hella, where it's like a dark dark serious character in a funny movie, yeah. then hey, that's a that's that'll that'll be great. I'm yeah. totally down with that. But yeah, if they make him goofy, I'll be so sad. But uh, yeah. we'll, we'll see what happens. I'm super looking forward to see Natalie Portman, buff Natalie Portman, yeah. uh, beat up people. It'll be a good time. Uh, yeah, She-Hulk, worst trailer I've ever seen in my life. Miss Marvel, I like Miss Marvel. I find it weird that they changed her powers, yeah. especially considering in Doctor Strange, they literally show Mr. Fantastic stretching. So it's like, you guys 
have done stretching a little bit, so you know, I feel well, like, and, well, and even it, she's not stretching, yeah, but. it's because of the inhumans thing, yeah, like they, they don't they, want to they talk about like, yeah, we don't, we made a really bad <laughs> TV series and we want to forget it, yeah, don't acknowledge it oh, exists. It, what it was, we tried to crush the X Men because we didn't own the property yep. and we tried to make the inhumans the next X Men, and everybody went, um, no, no, and then we were like, oh, okay, but we didn't learn, so then we tried it with the Eternals, yeah, we're still and trying, we're like, with the Eternals. oh, no, yeah, so. We'll see how that goes uh, for actual comics and whatnot. I actually, I mean, this isn't this year. Uh, it's just something I recently discovered. So uh, DC has a Black Label uh, run going on right now, which is kind of like mm. they took Vertigo and relabeled it DC Black Label, which is uh, supposed to be their alternate dimension stuff that's just a little bit more serious. Like it's not like full-on Watchmen, you know, yeah. Sandman series, but it's, it's a little bit serious. I read Batman White Knight because I, I was actually able to go to a comic book store for once. Uh, is really good. This is oh, wow. one. Of, it it immediately jumped up as to one of my like top three Batman stories. Oh, wow. Like he's really good, and apparently it's written and drawn by the same guy. And apparently he's done like three other ones. So he did. Uh, so he did the first one, which is Batman White Knight. Then he did the second one, which is Curse of the White Knight. And then he did Harley Quinn. Okay. And now he's doing Batman Beyond, which. Hell yeah, give me more Batman Beyond type of thing. So I'm really looking forward to getting more and more into that. And apparently, yeah. uh, the other podcast I listen to talks a lot about Black Label. A lot of the stuff they do is really good. So I'm yeah. really looking forward to getting more and more into the, the DC Black Label stuff. And yeah, for DC movies, I mean, the Batman was really good. Uh, Black Adam, I mean, it's The Rock. You know what? I you will know? see it, and it could be an absolute garbage fire, yeah. but it's I'm still going to be entertained because it's The Rock. It's I the don't rock. know what it is about that guy. <laughs> He just, he just, he shits like, he's, money. He, yeah. Well, he's like, he's like, um, uh, um, oh, Deadpool. Um, oh, Ryan, Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds. Yeah. Uh, he's the same thing. Like, I could go see it was like, yeah. that was a horrible mo- movie, but I thought Ryan Reynolds was yeah. awesome. So you must have loved Red Notice. Uh, yeah, yeah. It <laughs> Which was, was a it terrible was, movie. It, it was a terrible movie. He was great. <laughs> yeah. And so was The Rock. So was The Rock. And Gal Gadot um, wasn't yeah, bad, you know. Yeah, thing, so. But it was, uh, but Sandman, sorry, Sandman is another, like, oh, yeah. the, the TV series that's coming out. Um, I'm looking forward to that. I'll go see Black Adam, but other than that, I really don't care about what's going yeah. on over there. Uh, and apparently they're doing uh, like I'm I'm curious just to see what it's all about. But they're doing uh, like they've done the crisis on Infinite Earth, but now this one this one coming out is called Dark Crisis. Ooh, interesting. So curious. Yeah, I'm, I mean they keep doing crisis. All events. I saw was a wicked, wicked, awesome picture of the alternate universe. I, I don't know what Earth it is. Uh, Batman. That's um, uh, Bruce Wayne's dad. Yeah. Yeah. With the red and stuff. Yeah. And that was the cover of one of the issues. Uh, Flashpoint like, oh, Batman. Oh, that looks awesome. Yeah, Flashpoint Batman. Yeah. Uh which is really interesting. So so yeah, no, lots of lots of interesting stuff uh mm-hmm. going forward. So we'll make sure to keep doing some podcasts as we go along. Make sure to uh follow us and let us know what you think in the comments. If you love Doctor Strange too, let us know why. We're yeah. curious <laughs> we're yeah. curious. No, feel free to fly fly your flag, no problem. Yeah. Uh if you hated it like us, hey, let us know. You know, good times. And yeah, we'll see you all next time. See you later.